Okay, with Jordan uh, Lee Douglas Sims, uh, Method of Healing is the short film played at the Fantasy Sci-Fi Film Festival. This appears to be a drama when you're watching the film, but then the context is, is that I know that you submitted to this festival, so we know something's coming up, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Then, yeah, that's exactly what I was uh, wanted people to think. <laughs> so there's a twist that 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 that's occur that occurs, I guess, right? Yes. Yes. Um, without giving too much away, uh, the you know I wanted to set up a, um, a basically a therapy session where things aren't as uh, they seem. Um, I wanted the audience to initially be confused by the visit by um, Gregory, um, paint him initially as a, a, a victim um, with. Just going through his own stuff, but also give him some moments where the audience isn't entirely sure if they can trust him or not, um, and then slowly start introducing the therapist as a another potential reason why things aren't as what they seem. Or what they seem, yeah. And so, it basically, the, the the setup is that this she uh, her daughter, this this gentleman's father, a daughter commits suicide, and he's going to a therapist to kind of. Obviously, he's got some issues after that occurred, right? So then I guess that mm -hmm. that's sort of the setup going to the therapist. Yes, exactly. So, you know, giving you an organic reason for the therapy session. Um, initially, you know, alluding that um, they're connected, but not explicitly saying how the, the girl at the beginning and uh, Gregory are connected. And then you find out that, you know, that's his daughter and... Um, and what we wanted to do there was basically imply that like he got into the therapy session under false pretenses, because I think I was talking with somebody and it's actually, I believe it's illegal for a therapist to see like a parent and a child, like at the same time or like something closely related like that. Um, Cause something about like, I guess having a certain amount of distance between um I guess the family so that it's not just like one therapist seeing like an, a whole family and then everyone just kind of talking about uh yeah there would be conflict of interest exactly yeah that's right from an from a, it's not a doctor where like they're healing wounds this is an emotional <laughs> thing right so exactly and yeah. usually i feel like family just a lot of therapy is family talking about each other anyway so <laughs> yeah what else would you talk about in therapy <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> So yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, but then again, you know, some I was, I was you know, I'm not to be down on on the, the psychiatrists or or or, or, or psych like therapy. They 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 do bend some rules some, from time to time, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm sure. Yeah. Um, you know, like at least in this film, you know, it's just like the therapist must have known something was up. Um, initially. At least had a suspicion um, due to just false, you know, I feel like there's a giveaway with false names or just like insurance not going through. Like that's got to be a bit of a red flag. Um, that might have been the most unrealistic part of the film was having a psychiatrist willing to see you even if the insurance didn't go through. Yeah. Um, I feel like they usually nail that away first thing before they even uh, look at you. Yeah, it still works though. You're you're telling a story. Before I want before I dive into this 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 uh, film a little bit more, but you're a graduate of Buffalo University, right? Uh, yes, Buffalo, Buffalo State University. Buffalo not University. to be confused with. Oh, I see the Bills. 
um, yeah. mug. Nice. That was a subconscious thing. I was just drinking my coffee, but I am from <laughs> I am from the the fair state uh, Niagara Falls um, city. There. Oh. So I am a diehard Bills fan. Okay, amazing, amazing. Yeah, I'm excited for this season. I'm also a you know you can't be from Buffalo and not be a diehard Bills fan. I've, um, I've talked to some people, but yeah, but generally speaking, yeah. <laughs> true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's always a few, but yeah, majority go Bills. <laughs> so you're so you're from you're from you live in Los you live in Los Angeles now or Los Angeles area now, but you're from Buffalo. Yes, originally. Yep. Gotcha. But you're you're only in your 20s, so you, you didn't experience the pain that I felt uh, in the 1990s. <sighs> yeah, I've only heard the stories. My parents told me and like that's the closest i've been but uh yeah i haven't experienced that i imagine i mean it hurts just to hear so i'm imagine it's even worse to like have lived through have watched well, we got there we got there right so yeah so. four times <laughs> so yeah four times but we got there so then yeah you missed your you're you only like five the music city miracle so mm-hmm. you, you kind of I'm, i don't know if you were paying attention then but you kind of missed that but you got the 13 second game, which is probably the most devastating game because yeah, they, just absolutely they, they probably insane. would have won the Super Bowl if they if they won that game. Well, then again, Cincinnati took care of us last year, so basically, who knows, right? But exactly, yeah. But it's it's you know it's nice to think that you know we would have won anyway. Um, but we got to go in with that belief. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I still won't. Can't watch the, the the highlights of that game or anything like that, even though people say <laughs> it's the best game ever. I was at a. I was at a. I was at one of those card shops the other day with my son mm. and basically the guy, the guy's a Bills fan. He was like telling, talking about that game. I'm like, I can't, can't watch this game. Like, it's <laughs> yeah, <too> yeah. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, okay. Okay. So you went to Buffalo's Buffalo. Okay. We'll get that out of the way. So you went to Buffalo um, state university and you graduated from film and TV. When did you decide to move to Los Angeles? Um. So Los Angeles was recently, like only two years ago, because um, before that, basically when I graduated, I moved to Brooklyn because um, okay. it was an easier move from from Buffalo, New York to Brooklyn, New York. Yeah. Um, so I went I lived there for about four and a half years where I just worked as a PA on um, larger film sets like Madam Secretary and The Politician and Manifest, um, which was a lot of fun just to see how the bigger sets run. Sure. Um uh, and being a PA in the um, AD department just really teaches you a lot about like what every what everyone does. And I made a lot of connections, just you know, trying to be friendly, network. I met a lot of people that were willing to be crew for this film for free um, because they liked the script. And um, I think because of the AD experience, I always tried to make my sets not feel low budget. Um, when it comes to just like efficiency and like trying to treat it like a bigger production of just like how we organize things and just like, you know, I try not to waste people's time, um, always feed them, pay them if I can. And like just to make it a bit more of a pleasant experience since most people were volunteering their time. Um, but yeah, and then I I actually met my girlfriend on the set of Madam Secretary Um she also worked uh she worked in the office and then she's the reason we moved out to LA because um she got a job out here and since I do freelance I was like okay like I don't want to do long distance and I love you and we've been together for a while so let's just I'll follow her um (laughs) and now I found myself here um and it's been 
really enjoyable. It's been a lot of fun, but um, Method of Healing ended up being like the last short I filmed before I moved. I I oh, finished gotcha. filming about a week or so before I moved. I like squeezed it in between like a long job, um, and then I was just like using all my resources of like, okay, I'm leaving New York. Let me just like I think I made like two shorts and like two music videos the last month I was in New York and just squeezed them in. Um, and then, yeah, then it was just post and yeah, it's been, I've been enjoying the uh, reception of the film and it feels like it was a, uh, a last film worthwhile, um, worth doing. It was a lot of extra stress, uh, when moving across the country, but I think it was worth it. <laughs> and so been so but now you're in the, you're in the strike. So basically nothing's happening right now. Right. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I'm finding some little bits of work here and there because I do some non-union work as a production coordinator or like a truck PA if they really need it because times are tough. Yeah. Um, but, you know, not even that's been slowing down a lot, too. So um, they're all non-union stuff, right? So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But unfortunately, a lot of companies and like there just doesn't seem to be as much. There's less non-union work as now as as well. Um, so that's been, I don't think related to the strike, but happening at the same time as the strike has really been hard. Um, it just feels like everything's slowing down at once. Um, so hopefully, hopefully they come to a conclusion sooner rather than later. Um, yeah, it'd be nice yeah. to start working, uh, more frequently. <laughs> but it's a double, it's a double whammy, right? Cause you got the, the writers and the actors. So it's a performance. And the actors. So, yeah. It's yep, a performance yep. strike, right? It's the talent strike. Mm -hmm. They want their. And I heard um, crew might try to um, crew might strike as well. I know the Ayatsi um, deal is coming back up again, and there's talks that like more might join the strike. Are you um, you're a DGA? On... Are you a DGA member? Or... Um, not yet, not yet. But okay. um, on my way, on my way, definitely. So you just like you. So that's why you could do non-union work. I guess you just do permits. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I don't have um, since I'm not in a union, um, it's all fine. Um, for now. But there's the upgrading theory where you're like, even if you are the union, as long as you do an upgrade job, you can do the kind of like the short films and the and the kind of freebie gigs. I guess. Right. Yes. Yes. That's. I know that's because that was the the deal with SAG. Because I know. Um, because I also produce and we'll be I'll be producing a short film with the SAG micro budget um, in a couple weeks time. And we did confirm with SAG that like micro budget isn't affected by the strike. Like basically things that like are clearly made for artistic purposes or just like portfolio yeah. purposes. Like that's not being affected right now. It's, it's, more a, it's like, a corporate there's a it's massive a corporate strike. Profit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's what it, that's what I was like. Uh, Cause like we're getting, there's a, there's a, there's an uptick in actually screenplay submissions because a lot of the, the uh, writers guild members are writing their babies now, right? They're writing their own. Yeah. Stuff, yeah. Right? They got the time. Yeah. <laughs> you don't stop writing just because you're on strike. Right. But it's like, exactly. it's, a, it's a corporate beast. You're just, you're, 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 you're on strike against the, the machines like Disney and Paramount and, stream netflix all just you know what i mean that's who you're on strike with it's not about yeah our conversation about this independent film i guess right exactly exactly yeah yeah no no one wants to stop like the the creation of art and yeah. like that kind of stuff but yeah i mean the reason they're striking definitely needs to be addressed with like the whole ai and 
some of the demands that like the studios want are just like absolutely insane. Like the one thing I've heard from SAG being like, if they, you know, a day player can show up for a day and then they were like, oh yeah. And we want to be able to use your likeness in AI for like ever. And it's like, why would anyone agree to that? Um, <laughs> just like showing up one day and potentially having their whole body just morphed by AI and used whenever and they wouldn't see a dime. Um, well, they do that. With com they kind of do that with commercials now, right? Where like someone yeah. gets a commercial and they do a buyout with them right away. And then they, they're mm -hmm. all over the place and they're not getting a, a dime with that every time it screens. Right. So. Yep. Yep. So, so yeah, we're already seeing it, you know, happening and you know, it's uh something that needs to be addressed, something nipped in the bud uh, before it gets even worse. But, you know, we'll, I guess we'll find out in a couple hopefully weeks <laughs> yeah uh, what the, they're the, they're they're because the, they have so much money and they have like say netflix has like i hope you don't mind talking about this but they oh, not at all they they netflix has such content they have so much content for example right so they can hold off right yeah for a while and, and yeah. so but they, it's the the argument with the sag and especially the writer's strike is that like you know there's no late like talk shows now eventually the the well is going to uh, go dry right in terms of yep, production yep. everything's going to be edited everything's going to be showcased and then that's when they think that okay well they're gonna we're going to be in the power position because people are going to want new content i guess right mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. but the quite the question is is that how long like it's like a power play like because how yeah, long can netflix exactly. or apple or you know amazon how long can they can they hold off right because they have a lot of content yeah. No, I know. And what sucks is like, you know, they, with the amount of content they have, there's a good chance they can outlast people. Like we all saw that disturbing quote where the guys like, uh, one of the studio people were saying like, oh, we're just going to wait out until people start losing their apartments and houses and then we'll renegotiate. Um, and it's that's like corporate, that's corporate warfare, right? That's what, that's what this. Yeah. yeah. I was just surprised they were so open about it. Yeah. Usually they try to do it in a more subtle way or at least phrase it, but that was just straight up like villain speech. <laughs> but then it, then it becomes a matter of public opinion who, what side are the people on? Right. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like 50, 50 right now. So they want, you know what I mean? It needs to be more anyways. So yeah, yeah. method of healing. So in terms of the talk, think about acting is like, where did you find your cast? Cause not only did they have to be good actors, but you gotta, you know, you gotta choreograph fight scene happening. So they, you mm -hmm. have to, they, they have to do that. You have to know when you cast them that they, they're going to be able to pull off that scene. Cause it's very important to your film, right? Where was that yes. conscious of you when you were casting? Yes. Yeah. That was one of the things I would ask cast, um, like basically gave them sides to have them, you know, act out the scene um, and then discuss like their, their background, like what they've, you know, what special skills they've learned. Um, and um, yeah, making sure that they were comfortable, like either having experience with fight choreography or at least comfortable doing fight choreography. Um Victor was completely down for it. Victor was our main actor that played Gregory. Um, and Katie uh, played our therapist. They were both very excited at the, at by the fight scene. Um, and I got very 
I got to pull in a certain connection to get a stunt coordinator from a TV show to like help us. Just that was like, my next question. Cause it's, it's very yeah. realistic in the way you shot yes, it. It's kind of like yes. a long shot. So you saw mm -hmm. them do. Yeah. Them yeah. Down, Cause right? I really like being able to see um, the action. Like that's like action's one of my favorite genres. And I think one of the best parts of action is actually being able to see the action, not like the, the close up shaky camera. That's like, you know, you're not really sure what you're looking at. Um, yeah, no, I'm glad I'm, I'm really happy with how it turned out. It was a lot of fun, especially like when, um, she pins him up against the wall and having all this stuff fall off the shelf. Like that was probably my, my favorite moment. Yeah. She's, she's quite good in your film. Like she, she's, uh, mm -hmm. is a Katie, is a Katie Kwan? Kwan? Katie, Katie Kwan. Yeah. yeah. Apologies, Katie. If we said your, if I said your name wrong, <laughs> yes, <But apologies. laughs> she's, she's, she's fantastic. Like she's got that that intensity in that kind of versatility right so without giving mm -hmm. the way yeah she's fantastic very good she's very realistic yes yes yeah we were so happy to have her um and she's also super nice and um <laughs> you know i'm sure she's uh she's been doing a lot of um tv well was doing a lot of tv um after method of healing so that was always exciting to see like someone i got a chance to work with like kind of like continue to rise up and just like i've been seeing her more and more in like a bunch of other shorts and um and tv episodes so it's just been exciting uh seeing what she's been up to and then um victor's been writing and directing plays and if i was in new york i would have loved to see it um but that's like a downside of moving um across the country i yeah. guess <laughs> so yeah new york to to la that's a huge that's a huge leap i guess right like in terms of like the the vibe and the energy, no subways to yes, cars. Very, guess, right? yeah. yeah. Um, everything's yeah, everything's, a everything's like a half hour away or 45 minutes away in LA. Right. So. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, I, so I found like New York, everything was about like 30 minutes, 45 minutes away just by train. But you're not driving and, though. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So it was just like a lot of walking and then like sitting by the subway and then having a cramped subway. Like I actually kind of, I don't really mind getting stuck in traffic here in LA because at least I'm in my own car where okay. like I have my own space. I can listen to music like in New York, you know, if you leave during rush hour, you're like pinned up against like everyone and like really packed into the subways like a sardine, which yeah. is fun for a while. But Ooh, excuse me, um, getting older, just wanting more comfort um, instead of having every day feel like an uphill battle. Um, it's been LA is a bit more peaceful, um, or maybe it's just because I'm working from home that that's no, why people's, I feel... people's energy is different. Yeah, for sure, they're not, <laughs> yeah. as, not as intense. Exactly. In yeah, and I found sense, out, yeah. Um, having like a New York hustle will take you far in LA because uh, everyone's kind of like chill, not doing that. Yeah. Chill. So like you come in with like a New York, just like let's go, 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 and everyone's like, oh, oh okay like uh, <laughs> just kind of like wakes people up um but it's been much better than i thought i was a little nervous just because i mean moving across the country where i didn't really know too many people i mean luckily moving with my girlfriend helped um we helped each other with the you know just being there for each other um moving alone i couldn't even imagine um because we were still both just like how do we make friends what do yeah. we do learning like just the ways of the city uh dealing with the dmv 
is also terrible about changing your address and getting a new license and um all that stuff <laughs> but it was it, it it definitely was worth it um i think if we when we move in the future uh i want to stay in the same state at least so i i hope to stay in california for a while yeah moving um, sucks yeah like, yeah, yeah yeah and especially yeah. moving to another state even though we're all one country paperwork wise each state is just like nope we're completely different and you gotta <laughs> do all your government stuff with us now so the in terms of the film, the, the mm -hmm. obviously like most of like five minutes of the film of the A seven film is a conversation between the two characters, right? So in yeah. terms of in terms of editing and pace and style, like you kind of shot it. You got some interesting angles, but you shot it with like a tripod. Uh, a lot mm -hmm. of one shots. Of course, you got these like interesting kind of like over the shoulder shots going on. But I'm I'm assuming you shot a lot of coverage because uh, yes. And then in terms of the editing, kind of kind of making sure this is engaging this kind of conversation, how was that process? Did you do it yourself? Did you work with an editor? I worked with an editor. Um, her name's Ellie, um, Ellie Nava. And um, we've worked together on one other short and two music videos together. So, you know, building up that workflow. Yeah. yeah the, yep. Um, so developing that and she's a very good editor and we had talked um what i had done was i basically had the script broken down where like i figured out ahead of time at least to start off and then we like tweaked it from there but like i was like okay we're gonna use this angle for these lines then we're gonna switch to this angle for these lines okay we'll have a break uh here okay and then we're gonna you know switch to this angle and like kind of just gave a blueprint through the script and then from there it was like okay now seeing it now let's tweak it to just like you know give it that rhythm give it the intensity um give it a reason for the audience to stay engaged because i knew it was you know that's the meat of the film is the conversation um so i still wanted it to be to be able to hold its own i didn't want to have just the twist like be the thing people remember like i didn't want people to watch like too dry of a conversation and yeah. then things happen because then also it just would have felt a little too jarring so like i think like trying to make this conversation more engaging and a little weird cinematically, I think, you know, kind of sets the audience up that they're like, okay, something's going to happen. I don't know what or when, but something's going to happen. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. It really, it's very, very effective. It's a really nice editing job because it's like, it's because you got to keep that, that the plot points moving forward, but you also got to mm -hmm. keep the, the audience entertained and, and engaged and, and did not give too much away. You know what I mean? There's a lot going on. Yeah. In a simple two conversation between two people, right? Yep. Yeah. 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 It was a lot of shots for we. They did it a lot. Because um. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it looks like they did a lot of coverage because there's there's so many angles that you you have in the in the in the cut. So yeah. Luckily, having knowing which lines um I wanted for each shot, not every. It kind of saved us doing the entire thing with each angle it was more like oh okay we're gonna do these lines we're gonna do this page um just to kind of help it get be a little less repetitive um because i didn't want to like burn them out from the scene where like it loses all meaning because um, <laughs> they've done yeah. it so many times
Yeah, fantastic. And so what did you think about, uh, are we send the audience to you and the audience feedback? What did you think about what they had to say about your film? It was uh, very encouraging, very nice. Um, I didn't, like, I was proud of the film, but, like, this is my first year really doing film fest. In high school where, like, I think I just got used to not YouTube and get, like, you know, 10 views or something. So it was really nice to see, like, real people reacting and saying like really nice things about the film it was just very like it's nice to it's nice to hear that you did a good job or that someone enjoyed your work um because most of the time you know it, it's hard enough getting someone to watch it let alone <laughs> feedback so i thought it was very just encouraging and nice yeah 100 percent. yeah it's a it's a really solid film so it's like one one look well you have the second location in the beginning but it's really one location but it really works and it's like yeah it's very effective so congratulations thank you yeah this has been a lot of fun um i like all the stuff that this festival does (laughs) so you're gonna be working on another are you working on another film right now or yes yeah i'm working on um currently writing the script uh now but it's a sci-fi horror script um working on the name but um yeah, going for something a little a little alien, a little event horizon kind of thing. Um so that's all I'll have to say about that for now. The script is going <laughs> through a lot of <laughs> we're going through a lot uh to flesh out the best story. I have a good idea on the world, it's just figuring out the best characters and plot to display the world now. Gotcha. Um and do crowdfunding um because <laughs> this will cost a, a couple 10 it'll be a lot more expensive than method of healing um <laughs> well but. good luck with it you're on your way and i think that's where you want to go you want to be a filmmaker and you're in the right area you're like you're in los angeles you're gonna you're gonna be a guild member soon and and then basically yeah, yeah. and basically, yeah hopefully my my stuff will be on the theater soon <laughs> exactly you don't want to don't get cut don't get too caught up in the weeds of like those pa jobs or or tad jobs stuff like that Make sure you got you got to keep the eye on the prize, right? Because they can they can entice you with some good money. Those film crews, and then all of a sudden, you like ten years have gone by, and you're like, "What have I done?" Yep, 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 yep. I've talked to a lot of people where it's happened. Um, So yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I always try to keep one creative thing going on. Uh, So luckily, I got I got that short film, and then uh, I'll be flying to Atlanta later in the fall to direct some music videos. Oh, cool! That should be exciting. Yeah. Yeah, the Atlanta, Atlanta seems to be hopping. Everybody seems to be making I, there. Yeah, I'm very excited to like experience it for myself. Experience the hype of Atlanta. So, <laughs> all right, congratulations, and let's talk again when you when we when your next film is made. Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you so much, Matthew. Thanks. One, two, three, four, five, six.